You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Oh, baby. Feels good to be back on the microphone and not on a cellular telephone. Yeah. Ooh-wee. How you doing, Wolfman Joe? This is a nice smooth snark we got going yeah, on here. Is a full moon? Because I'm... Hard. Nope, my ass cheek is out. Actually, there's a picture of Dante Nero behind you. Don't look uh, now. Oh boy, that's a little inside baseball. Terrifying. Holy God Almighty! Terrifying that's a, photo. It's a rock monster of a man. Boy, it's uh, real good to have you back, buddy boy. I can't tell you how good it is to be back. We got the whole studio to ourselves. It's cold. It's dark. It's New York City. Oh yeah, it's empty. We have we got Becky sitting in as producer, but she went to uh, answer a phone or masturbate or. Or something. Who knows? She's but, uh, gone. She's wearing a shirt that says Guy Court, so hopefully she's changing. Yikes. Uh, but yeah, boy, I'll tell you, it's going to be. I, I, I got to be honest, I was getting a little jealous of the old Stone. Greg okay. Stone, who's, uh, who's going to be on the next episode after yeah. this one. I love the guy, don't get me wrong, but boy, he's so good. He's so good. Greg, uh, Greg laughs, uh, he laughs like a civilian. Yeah, most he does. comics are very they're very were torn up and bitter and ha- hateful and just like this. That's great. Right. That's hilarious. You it, always get me laughing. You but, get me uh, as well. Man, it's very rare. I am a weird. I'll tell you. I was thinking about this the other day. People always say, "What makes you laugh? What makes you laugh?" You know what makes me laugh? I saw a guy looking for his keys the other day, and he's doing the pat. Yeah. But he, he wasn't trying to be funny. He was all alone, and he was just patting every pocket. I was dying. I was on the subway track, dying. Yeah, you're a tough laugh. I'm a weirdo. I'm a weirdo with laughing. Yeah, you're tough. Stone, this is amazing. One time we did uh, Montreal New Faces, and Greg Stone uh, came along. He wasn't on, but uh, he told this story about it, actually, one time when he was on the show here. He came along, and he sat in the audience. He's just a great friend. A and guy. laughed through the whole show. Wow. I couldn't do that. It would be too fake. I would sound like De Niro in Cape Fear. Just uh, like, ha, 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 ha. Cigar smoke. Yeah, like, he sincerely laughed. And, like, he was, there was a small crowd, and... He really yucked it up, and he brings an energy. Yes. So it's nice to have him over there. We're, we're going to have him on once a month, for God's sakes. I've heard that people say our podcast is tough because we're too similar. You and I. Yeah, which I don't know. I think we, we are similar in our our morals. Maybe not morals is the wrong word. but we're Morale? We're, uh, not morale. Uh, what's the word? We're similar in our uh, lifestyle? No, oh, I think I got it. it. Hold on. Let me get it. Let me get I it. I got it. Oh, you got it? Disposition. No, disposition's not bad. Yeah, similar well, disposition. That's like saying we're two en- ja- enjoyable guys, two <laughs> happy guys. Yeah, I know, I know. People, we're going to have a sad guy. Well, I think people have been you know, beaten over the head for years with this, hey, good cop, bad cop, you know, That's, white guy, black guy. It's all diversity. I know. It's not just race diversity or gender. Yeah. you got to have a sad guy and a happy right. guy. Tall guy, short guy. Skinny yeah. guy, fat guy. you got to have a, guy, a fat woman and an Asian girl or a yeah. fucking a dog and a cat. Day is night. Night is day. <laughs> Up is down. Black is uh, white. Uh, yeah, well, I've never heard that before. You, you tell me on air. Now I'm self-conscious. You should have oh, told no. me before. I would have no. talked in a different... I would have been like, hey, uh, fuck <laughs> no. you. Be you, be well, you. now I'll be sad. I don't know. This is why we have 11 guests or 11 listeners, because we're, we're being ourselves. It's good. Well, there's a rumor out there that we got $700 million. We're getting a lot of flack from the you-know-what <laughs> dude million. crowd. Oh, yeah. And uh, they give us flack, but they do it real noisy. Oh, those guys. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of fake laughing and yelling and voices over on that show. I'll tell you, I'm not worried about it a pinch. <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. Hey, if anybody's talking about us, good or bad, I'll take it. I'm, I'm worried enough for both of us. So yes. There you go. I'm the worried guy, and you're the, oh, uh, you're the, the gay guy. Well, buddy, it's been a long time. I haven't seen you in yet. We, we caught up yeah. last night. We had a hell of a hang over at, at uh, Starbucks there. Yeah, boy, that was a great hang. Good hang, buddy. Until that text came in. Yeah, I got bumped at the cell. I had a weird thing. I got a call in the middle of the afternoon. Can you do a spot at the cellar, 1130? I'm pumped. I had nothing. I had one show. A cellar spot's always great. To, you, isn't it great to get it? You know, you oh, feel good. You're very oh, grateful. Yeah. They thought of you. 
And then another comic texts me and goes, hey, did they call you with a spot? And I'm like, yeah. And like, that's my spot. I didn't cancel. And, 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 and she was there and just was like, now I'm out. So I lost a spot. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah, it was very odd. So I, I, I gained a spot and then I lost a spot. It was a, it was a lot of ups and downs yesterday. But yeah. I got my gym membership, so I went and worked out. That a boy. You ever have a gym membership? I want one. It's fucking delightful. You can I, afford one. Get I don't want to go to the gym. I just want the membership because right. then you can show people you have it. I tweeted that the other day. People get married for the same reason they get gym memberships. It's just fun to say. That's a great tweet. Not a bad tweet. I didn't see that. I could have used a retweet, uh, buddy boy. People out there, retweet. You're not uh, You're not much of a retweeter, Mark I Norman. think I've retweeted. I've uh, been on Twitter about two years. I think I've retweeted ten times. Yeah, you're not a retweeter. I never, I just, I write it and I go. I don't read them. Occasionally I retweet. I retweeted a Tommy Jonigan tweet that made me laugh out loud. If I laugh out loud, I retweet. Uh-huh. And Tommy Jonigan, when the Super Bowl happened, they did the uh, halftime show. It was, uh, who was the guy? Black guy, he sings and dances. Oh, He's great. Uh, Miles name. Standish or something like that. It's a wacky name. Barney. Bruno Fife. Mars. Bruno Mars. <laughs> Barney Fife. That's Bruno one. Mars is the half show. I've never heard of the guy. I thought yeah. he was spectacular. He's a showman. And then uh, <laughs> he really is a showman. He's a show dog. And then uh, he came out, not to be confused with the Cuba Gooding Jr. vehicle, Snow Dogs. Snow Dogs, yes. I love calling a movie a vehicle. Uh, <laughs> I do too. Who said they have trouble listening to the podcast? Was it someone you know? No, no, it was uh, Sean Donnelly said that, uh, he said, the only, my only worry, this is before we started it, he said, my only worry is that you guys are so similar, that'll be weird. Oh, boy, I feel like someone hates us now. No, it was Donnelly, this was before it came out. I'm scared to death now. Oh, jeez. Can I just say this? You just witness it here, folks, with your ears. When you, uh, when you get something in your head... That show's over. It's, it's, it's a disease. Stops on a dime. But wouldn't you say I'm better than I was? Oh, I'm working on it. When this guy was boozing, you were up is down, black is white. <laughs> it was over. Night. Yeah, the night over. would end. The swings of mood. Right. Wild. I'd be on stage and someone would shake their head. <laughs> I'd just oh, derail. Yeah. That mean, was the end of the hang. I like it more. You're, you're more consistent now because before I'd see him be like, <laughs> we are going to get crazy tonight. We're going to go on the top of the Empire State Building. Fuck a chick. Rape her, throw her off, then we're all going to get pizza. Ay, 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 ay. You had an arrow through your head like Steve Martin. It was crazy. You hit me with a pie, and then, you know, the sun would go down, and you're like, ah, jeez, what are we doing? I hate him. I hate you. I hate life. Give me your dick. Put it in my mouth. I hate everything. I got sad. I'm better now. I'm oh, working yeah. on it. But I'm not there yet. Oh, but anyway, the Tommy Johnny tweet I should throw out there because it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. He said, Bruno Mars played. I don't know if you watched it. And uh, then the Red Hot Chili Peppers came out and played, and they were terrible. They, like, ruined, were, were ruined they? Bruno Mars. I thought. Everyone I know thought that. Yeah, I guess it, I, I, I nostalgia kicked in for me. It just didn't make sense. Bruno Mars, I thought, was so great. And I'm a fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and yeah. not a fan of Bruno Mars right. until then. And then uh, Tom Jonigan tweeted, the Red Hot Chili Peppers portion of the halftime show was like when you're at a party and the guy that everybody's scared of plays a couple songs. Ah, or something like that. That's funny. On the iPod. Ah, I fucked it up. Well, yeah, because you're like you're not gonna be like, hey, turn that off. You're scared of the guy. Yeah, yeah, everyone's I just get it. doing that. Ah, yeah. <laughs> got to deal with this face. But it's so funny to think about Johnny getting scared of people. He's scared of dogs. We talked about it in the last week's oh, episode. Oh, right, right. It was a real hoot. Uh, but boy, he's gonna hate that I ruined his tweet. There, he's gonna love no. that I tried to give him uh. credit and then that I fucked up the joke. He'll be bummed. But anyway, not that he's gonna listen to this. But uh, that's true. Although boy. he might if we if he hears he's mentioned. That's a good point. Uh, so leg one of the tour is over. Yes, and boy, I got to say, it's one of those things, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, where you do something that you're kind of scared to do, and it's going to take a long time, and you know it's going to be hard, but you just do it, and it makes your life more fulfilled. Yeah, of course. You've that's, had that's, that? That's everything, really. Any, anything if you, good. If you look at it, life properly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember when I was... Uh, I think 22, I went to San Antonio, Texas for six months to work on a movie, and it was hard, man. I got chewed out. It was very military. You had to be up at 5 a.m. You got no sleep. You barely ate. If you sat down, you got yelled at. And it was a hard thing, but I made a lot of money, and it was good for me. I think it kind of made a not, a, not made a man out of me, but it, uh, it kind of gave me some discipline and a little work ethic. Yeah, you're not a man quite yet. No. Nah, you're on your way, thanks to that there. San Antonio gig. Yeah. But you know, you hear these guys that go, I'm going to work offshore for four days or four months or whatever and make some money and they're, they're you know, they're covered in oil and shrimp and stuff. Right. You know? That's my buddy Derek who comes up. He's a merchant marine. There one you of go. Those guys. I did that when I, I don't know if you remember, a couple of years ago I went on the uh, Mystic Whaler. I, I volunteered for a week. Yes. And it was one of those things where you, you do it because you're like, I should do this and 
So many things are like that in life. For, yeah. for me, and I think a lot of comedians, we're closed-minded and don't like to be out of our comfort zone. Right. So you get this way about you, but I volunteered to be on this boat, the Mystic Whaler, where we work on the boat and learn how to sail, and we teach kids about the environment and stuff. Pete Seeger, it's Pete Seeger's, uh oh, wow. started the whole thing, who just died or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not or whatever, he's dead. Uh, but I did that, and I remember walking up with my bags, and I thought about just turning around. I took the train up there. I'm like, what am I doing? I made a big mistake. Yeah. I got to go meet all these strangers. What yes, if I hate everyone? I'm yes. on the boat. I can't get off. And then you get on, and like you're meeting people, and you're like, these guys are nerds. This guy's gay. This yeah, girl you're judging has everyone. hairy legs. And, right. And then a day in, you're like, this isn't so bad. Two days in, you're like, this is amazing. And then day five, I'm like, that's the most rewarding, best thing I've ever done in my life, and I have all these great friends. Yeah, exactly. It's that's the way to go, man. Like back in the day, I think everyone did that with boot camp in the military. Right. And now right. we're all like, "Fuck that! I'd rather play video games." Right. But right. But you need it. It's good for you. You gotta force yourself out of your comfort zone. You really do, and for it sure. makes it makes life more worth living. Yeah, more uh, fulfilled, like you say. Fulfilled. You yeah. Gotta, yeah. Do all that stuff. I think we have a very positive message here on this show. I agree. I agree. And and. Like every day, you know, you get off, you do the show, you get off the bus, you go to a hotel or whatever, and they go, all right, you got to meet back here in the lobby at 7.30 a.m. And you're like, all right, all right. And I was late one day. Oh, And wow. I mean, it was on the bus. What the hell happened? You let us down. And it's it's a oh, real boy. thing. And so now every day you're just like, I got to get up. You know you know those mornings where you're like, oh, I got to be up. Fuck, I'll stay. I'll sleep another 15. Now when you're up, you're up. Right, you right, wanna, right. You don't have that feeling again. Right. And it makes it's good for you. Right. I saw a video. Amy Page posted a video on Instagram of you rolling out of bed. That yes. looks like a dream to me, sleeping on a bus. Sleeping on a bus, a lot of antics, fun times, a lot of weed. It's great. Now, it really is great. I was confused by this because we talked to you one day. You're in Seattle and you're in Miami. How did the bus get from one place to the other? We were in Seattle. No Seattle. Didn't you call from Seattle or am I gay? Uh, you called from the, where are you in Pacific no, Northwest? Yes. Uh, no, no. Oh, all right. We were so, in Vegas. Vegas. How'd you get from Vegas to Miami? Well, we went from Vegas, flew to Milwaukee. Okay. Then Milwaukee, we drove to Columbus, Ohio, then Cleveland, then Detroit, and then I flew to Ve- I flew to Miami. So, is there two buses? Or no, are they driving in the time that you're flying? I don't understand. We had a, we had two days off in Miami, so oh, the bus so- drove down while we flew. Oh wow! She's, she's you know. She's she's gonna afford a bus and a plane. She's doing okay. And how's yeah. the relationship with Amy now? You guys are pretty tight now. We've always been, you know, good buds. But now we're. I feel like there's a bond now. And let me ask you this: I don't want you to divulge too much, and you don't have to divulge. But if I was in that position, Amy is single. Am I crazy? She is. If I were Amy Schumer, I'd be fucking every guy in port. Is there a lot of guys on that bus? What's going on over no, there? You gotta realize she's still a lady. All right, she's a lady, but ladies like to fuck. I know, but not, it's not like us. The sh- strange dick is, is fearful. Right, well, I guess she's in her 30s, so it's a little... She's 32, yeah. Yeah, I guess if she was 21, maybe she'd be maybe. sucking all the dicks. But you got to realize, something going in you, I think, is a lot heavier. Right, right, you know, right. We were just, we're all out outposting. Hey, yeah, I'll, I'll fuck that, I'll fuck that. But something coming inside your body. I mean, think about it with food. You don't just go around, oh, pick that up off the floor. Was that a rock? Right. I'll eat that. You know? It's weird to think about women because in my mind, I just put myself – I can't put myself I, in the role of a woman. I just put myself in the position she's in where I'm like, oh, my God, a bus, a hotel, I, I you're making same. money, you're in a theater. I'd be fucking everybody. I do the same thing, and, and I get mad at them. I'm like, why are you fucking me? Right, you should be right, fucking right. me. But then I get, you know, you got to think back. Oh, they're not the same as us, yada, yada. Right, right. So do you guys talk about that? Are you, you ever partner up and be a wingman for a girl? Is that a weird thing? I've done it a little. Like she'll – She'll be hitting on a guy, and she's like, "Tell that story, Mark." Because then, you know, I'll it takes the pressure off her a little bit, so I'm making the guy laugh. Because right, yeah. girls want to get laid, and they're still comics, so it's like a weird. I, I always wondered about that uh, that part of it. I feel like I would have so many girls in that. But if I was single, I love my girl. Oh course. boy, if you're single on a bus, I mean, that's why you, you think about these rock stars. Like I, I was talking to the uh, the driver of the bus, who's like this vet. He drove around like ACDC and Warrant and all these guys. Right. And this guy's got some stories. Because as a driver, you're just supposed to keep your eyes on the road. You're not allowed to look behind you, really. Right, right. And, you know, if there's heroin going on, just keep driving. Keep right, driving. right, right. And he said, man, ACDC was wild. Wow, wild. ACDC. Can you imagine that? And, like, old days. Yeah, yeah. That's like, a, like behind the music with, like, Poison. They would just have people in the pit and then they would point to women, and yeah. the guy would go find the women and give them a backstage pass, and they would just fuck whoever they wanted. And the women were all cool with it. They're like, yeah, we want to go. Of course, That's yeah. That's amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, I do have the smallest bunk on the bus, which is a bitch. Uh, is that a code for penis? <laughs> yeah, that, that does suck, too. Uh, but, yeah, the smallest bunk sucks. You know what the worst part is? I'm going... Uh, 
oh man, I got the smallest bunk. And the guy, the other guy goes, I think they're all the same size. And I'm like, no, 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 look. And he's like, no, no, I think they're the same size. And I'm like, should I get a ruler? He's like, well, don't get a ruler. And I'm like, right. well, wait, why? So I should prove my point? Right, so right. So you're still okay? If I don't get I, I hate that kind of shit. Right. And you must have a couple of ladies throwing themselves at you, buddy boy. Well, it's tough because uh, you, uh, you do the gig and she's such a, a star that you just puts a hoodie on and runs out the door, flashes, you know, cameras flashing. We run into a bus, we go to the hotel, and that's it. Yeah, I feel like I would have to do that. Not that I, you know, I mean, I've never been in a position, I'm very loyal to my girl, of course, and I don't drink, that helps. But man, I feel like if I was doing these theaters and all these, ah, these chicks, I'd have, to, I'd have to just run off stage and get right in that bus and hide. Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. Any 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 girl that came up to me, I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna be jerking off right in front of her." Yeah, I mean, it's it's I I don't know how these tour guys do it. I think with her, I mean, you just got to run back on the bus. That's it. Right, right. She's like Dylan. It's crazy. I mean, she is getting real big. Do they go bananas when she they comes out? Go, but they all stand. It's crazy. They stand. They stand. Wow. It's why she gets standing O's at the end too. It's insane. So does someone bring you up from the house, Mike? House, Mike. Yeah, I go out, and uh, you know it's. Two minutes of kind of people sitting, shuffling right, in, right. getting drinks, and then after that, they're hot, they're ready to go. And now I, I get the uh, the pleasure of going. You guys ready for your headliner? Oh, you bring her ah! out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a two man show. That's fun. That, has she ever tried it where you walk off and then she comes out? No, because I think that's that. the way it should go. What, like a cold walk? I think a theater. This is the way I've done it with Nick a couple times, and I, I think this is the way like Seinfeld does it and Louis. Where you come out, you do twenty, you walk off, and there's not an intermission, but it's like a eight seconds, uh-huh. and then she just walks out, and they all go ape shit. You should bring it up. That's not bad. Chappelle did that, and it, it fucking the roof came off. Well, I would bring up Nick from the house, Mike. To me, that's the best way to do it because even when the if you bring her out, it feels too hosty. Uh huh. I like a that's my time. Good night. You walk off stage, and then they're just sitting there. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Maybe everyone goes ape shit. Maybe I'll bring it up. That's, so when you, that's not bad. When you're on the road, are you feeling like I'm getting stronger as a comic, or are you dying to get back in the city, or both? Oh boy, I mean, it's it's two different animals, obviously. But uh, I think I like just having both. I like this is what I don't like about theaters. They're great. It's two thousand people, twenty five hundred people. They're hot. They're ready to go. They're laughing. But I like that connection. Right, of I course. like that club where I can see the fat guy with the mustache, and I can see the hot chick with the cleavage. In the theater, it just lights out, right. basically. So, And I like jumping around. I like getting on the train. I like jumping to another show, going to a club, getting a cab. Oh, I almost didn't make it. Oh, I'm calling the club. I'm going to be two minutes late. Don't start without me. Ah, I love right. that. Yeah, you're a New York City guy. Oh, yeah. I like that all the way. But the, the theaters is a good thing to have in the back pocket. Anything wild happening out there? You got any uh, oh, stories? Boy. Well, Schumer is... She, no, she can't really do much public stuff, so we've been smoking a lot of weed. And I'll tell you, I got high in my hotel room alone. Oh, boy. And I've been that there. Is, that is a sad, scary moment. I can't be high alone. It doesn't work for me. Oh, man. I got high in my room alone. Like, we got high with the whole crew. I'm a big crew guy. I love the crew. Yeah. And, uh, so Blue ha- collar. Yeah. So I'm hanging out with the crew. I bring them all in my hotel room. First of all, they live on the bus. So they see my hotel room. They're like, holy moly, this is amazing. It's just a, a day's in, you know? But they, they've just been on this bus, cabin fever. So they get to my room, like, all right, where are we going to spark up? Here we go. So we all get high. They leave. I'm just sitting, you know, in a chair. Which is very strange, sitting in a chair in a hotel room, you know? Really? Alone? Yeah, just that fluffy chair, just sitting, looking at nothing. Oh, okay. I feel like on a hotel, you're on the bed or you're moving. Right, right. Not I sit much in the chair, chair a lot. I love the chair. Really? I do a lot of meditation, chair ah. meditation, chair masturbation, whatever it is. Chair is weird for me. But I like the chair. So... Eventually, I'm sitting on the chair just staring at nothing. I hear a knock on the door. Oh, boy. And by the way, let me tell you, when you're high and someone knocks on the door at a hotel, it feels like the, the, the poem, The Raven. Oh, yeah. You know, you're just like, oh, jeez. I'd be under that, that bed in no time. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I look out the peephole. I don't see anything. And I do the, uh, who's there? Oh, oh, wow. I haven't heard of a who's there since the 70s. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's, oh, it's Chris. I forgot my jacket. He's one of the guys. Oh, thank God. So he came in. Did he jacket. move aside from the peephole? Because I hate that move. Well, he didn't. He did it on accident. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I noticed you put the thumb there. Yeah, that's a dick move. Yeah, it's terrifying. I've done it. But yeah, that's uh, <laughs> not many crazy road stories. We went out. We go out. She, her big thing is now these lavish dinners because she has so much money. So yeah, we go yeah. Out to, like that's the steakhouses. A, I love a lavish din. And she gets the. Uh, I hope I'm not revealing too much, but she'll get the uh, like the the seafood tower. 
And it's like four layers. The first one's lobster, crab, shrimp, caviar, oysters. Wow. It's insane. Oh, my God. We'll all pick out this wine, the champagne. It's great. Wow. And then we'll eat a steak. And uh, we uh, we had this great waitress at the steak place. And she brought out dessert. Complimentary dessert, everybody. Here you go. She never mentioned anything about her being Amy Schumer. On the dessert is a punchline written out in chocolate on the plate. Oh, wow. One of Schumer's punchlines. So she knew her that well. She was a huge fan, but never brought it up. Wow. Oh, that's really nice. Gave her a gigantic tip. Wow, yeah. Amy's very giving. Very giving. Very, uh, what's the word? Generous. Generous, yeah, yes. yeah. One time I did a weekend. I was supposed to middle for Bobby Kelly at Gotham Comedy Club. Uh-huh. And she was working on her new stuff. So she middled and bumped me down to MC, which actually you get more money ah. in the city. Three-minute show. At the end of the week... I'm such an idiot with money. They paid out my money. And I just took the money. It was supposed yeah. to be 700 bucks. Took it, put it in my pocket. And like an hour later, Sean, the manager's like, yeah, so obviously uh, Amy just said uh, to give you her money for the week. Wow. So she just gave me $700. So I checked my money. I'm such an idiot with money. I didn't even check- count the money. I just took the money, put it in my pocket. I had twice as much money. I had $1,500 in cash in my pocket. I didn't wow. even look. So she just gave me $750. Woo. Which is pretty unbelievable. unbelievable. We're not even friends, you know. Yeah, she I mean, likes we're, friend, you. we're friendly, but we're not dear friends. But yeah. and, and then there's all there's always these cynical people that are like this. Yeah, but she fucking made a million dollars. You're like I this. Hate when people she say that. gave me seven hundred dollars. Yes. It doesn't matter if it's Bill Gates. Right. That's that's like a ten percent of what I make in a year. Yeah, yeah. So that was a pretty. That was like the most generous, the most monetarily generous thing anyone's ever done for me in my life. She's completely. I mean, she pays for the hotel, the flights for everybody, everybody. She, she when she pays for dinner, she just hands the card away. There's no check. Wow, it's a crazy feeling. Because we we go out to eat. Chipotle is like a big big night for us. Right, of course, know? yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. And this is when I this is when I realized she was really cooking. It was uh, a couple years ago we did Gotham. She headlined, sold out all weekend. And I uh, I'm such a dumb New York douche that I text her. I was like, Hey, Amy, I got here early. There's free pizza in the, in the oh, green yeah, room. Yeah. And uh, she wrote back. You know, I'm making forty grand this weekend. Wow. That I wrote something. Got it. I love the story about uh, Michael Richards. It was like season four or whatever of Seinfeld. And he went to Africa to get away, like like in the jungles of Africa. Not like Cape Town yeah. or a Kilimanjaro. He went to like an African jungle to like get away. Who's this? Michael Richards. Kramer? Yeah. I didn't know he went to Africa. Yeah. It's a, he tells the story on the DVD. You think of Chappelle? So he went to... Uh, Michael Richards goes to Africa. This is pre-N-word nonsense. Oh. So he goes to Africa at season four, and he said he's in a, in a village, a tribe. They have one TV, like a little like six-inch TV. And they oh, first first he walks in, and these, they go like this. Kramer! Kramer! And he's like, oh, my God, I've made it. And they had one TV that they like plugged into a generator, and they all the whole village gathered around and watched Seinfeld. Wow. And that's how he knew it. this had gone bonkers. Yeah, I wonder if that's why he did the N-word rant. He's like, hey, I've been to Africa. I'm in. <laughs> right. I'm allowed. I've been to a village. Uh, speaking of comedy, st- I just heard a great Eddie Murphy story. I don't know if you've ever heard this one. Hit me. Uh, actually, I heard two, but I'll give you the better one. So Eddie Murphy, this is like the height of his fame, 80s. And uh, him and all of his you know, entourage, bodyguard dudes, all these giant black guys with sunglasses on, they're all on an elevator going to some production meeting or whatever in Times Square. So the door opens to the elevator. They're all on it. This, like... You know, businesswoman, white lady gets on the elevator, and she's just kind of like, oh, who are these guys? I'm on the elevator with eight giant black dudes with sunglasses. They're all wearing black. They're gold chain. What the fuck's going on? So at some point, the door closes. She's just tense, and somebody goes, hit the floor, and she just drops to the floor, just panicking. What? And they all just burst out laughing. The door opens. She runs out, and uh, Eddie Murphy was like, yeah, I was saying hit my floor. You know, on the oh, that's on the hilarious. Button. Yeah, but Jesus. she just assumed hit the floor like they're gonna kill me. Oh wow! <laughs> just say hit the floor like hit number four. That's where we're going. Oh my god! Isn't that hilarious. That woman is terrified of black people. <laughs> I know, but it was the eighties. Wow! <laughs> Back in the eighties, you could be terrified of black people. It was alright. It's a great Louis C. Uh, C.K. joke. Nothing before nineteen eighty. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The time machine. Uh, oh, that's great. Uh, here's the other Eddie Murphy story. This one's not as fun. Should have told this one second, but. Uh, Chris Rock was kind of hanging out with Eddie Murphy, you know, like in his young days, trying to get in with him. And uh, they were all at, like, the Apollo, 
Eddie Murphy's getting into his limo after the big show, and this white girl runs up to Eddie Murphy and goes, Eddie, Eddie, you're so funny. You're so gorgeous. I love you. I want you to be the first black guy I ever kiss. And she goes, he goes, you never kissed a black guy? And she goes, no, no. And he goes, well, you can't start with me. you got to kiss all these motherfuckers. <laughs> Talking about like his entourage, you know. That's a good point. You get to start at the top. You gotta kiss all these. <laughs> I think he said n words, but you got it. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. How about the one with Rodney Dangerfield? I I, I like that, but I can't remember how it goes. Hit me with it's it. It's Rodney Dangerfield meets like seventeen-year-old Eddie Murphy. He sees him at the strip, and he does his act, and he's you know he's filthy, but he kills. And Rodney's like, hey, you're, uh, you're, he's like, you're funny, but you're too dirty. They don't like dirty. Dirty's out now. You got to clean it up, or you're never going to mount anything. Uh, and like five years later, they're at like the Grammy Awards or the Academy Awards or maybe the Emmy, whatever awards. Uh-huh. It's a big ceremony. Eddie Murphy's now the biggest star in the world, the biggest star in like the history of America. It's like 84. Right. right. Beverly Hills Cop, all this stuff. And uh, Eddie Murphy's at the urinal, and Rodney Dangerfield walks up next to him at the other urinal. And they're just looking at each other. <laughs> Rodney goes, hey, who knew? <laughs> that's fun that's good stuff comedy Becky's a big smile out there oh that is a nice yeah Aaron look. never smiles at us no no nice big laugh out there he's too busy worrying about his alimony how about um, uh, how about this I had a weird moment I texted about it I worked in uh, Albany with Louis Ramey do you know him I know him from you black comic hilarious this guy is hilarious road dog he just did a 40 country tour woo and this guy Murders. Yeah, I mean, he kills in a way that, like, one of those ones where you're like, it's like someone threw a fucking hand grenade in the room. Can you give me a bit? People are losing their minds because I want to. I want. I want to know how funny he is. Well, he does a thing. He's like facial. I was just in. uh, He's like I was just. Well, he's. He does a thing. He's black and Albany. Everyone's white. So it's like that thing. He's like I was just in Central Canada. If I had to describe Central Canada in one word, it would not be diverse. Uh-huh. It's the only place I've ever been where I heard people going, look, there's another one. And people are like, ah! Yeah. He does a lot of relationship stuff. Ah, a lot of marriage, relationship stuff. But, I mean, he's destroying. Yeah. He does some crowd work stuff. But he's just like, he's a killer act. But I knew I had worked with him before, and this is a weird moment. And I was like, I, we've worked together before. I can't remember where. And then afterwards, he's like, we worked together in Livonia. This is a New Year's Eve 2009, mm-hmm. which is right when I went through my breakup. My girlfriend left me. Uh, I'm over it now. <laughs> and so we're in Livonia. He's like, we, we did the weekend together. And I was like, oh, right, I forgot. Boy, I was really drinking a lot then. And he goes, you sure were. Ooh. And then it's just silent, and he walks away. So I'm like, oh, my God, what did I do in Livonia? Now yeah. I'm scared. I'm like, would I get drunk and... Yelled slurs? Was I falling over? That's like, isn't that the most terrifying, terrifying. feeling? When someone doesn't tell you exactly, they're just like, yeah, yeah, you were drunk. But I do remember this from that weekend. This is in Livonia, Michigan. Wow. My hotel was like a mile down the highway, and I missed my ride, or I couldn't afford a cab. I was broke. So I ended up walking up the highway, and it was like the winter. So there was all this snow, so I was like walking on the highway, which is only like, I feel like it, if you see someone walking up the highway, it's bad news. They're probably a comedian. Right. Or they went awry somewhere. Or a drifter. You, you should never be walking up a highway. No, Something never. went wrong somewhere in your life and if you you're see, walking the you highway. you see people driving by looking sideways. What yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Like, right. That thing. So I get back, and I saw like an open grocery store or like a 7-Eleven type bodega thing. And I was starving and drunk, and I bought SpaghettiOs. I got two cans of SpaghettiOs. Went back to my hotel room. It's like 3 in the morning. I'm hammered. There's no can opener. So I go down there and I'm like, is there a can opener? And they're looking at me like I'm like I have crazy. Right. They're like, can opener. So I was like, I got to get these SpaghettiOs. I'm drunk. I got one eye open. And this is how I did it. This is the proudest I've ever been in my life of anything. I took a pen, the hotel pen, and pounded the thing with the pen. Wow. So I kind of serrated it. Yeah. Made all these little bumps. Then I took a wooden hanger uh-huh. and smashed where the, the pen holes were. Uh-huh. And I finally broke it open. I get a knock on the door, like you, knock on the door, I open it, I'm like, hello? And they're like, uh, we got a noise complaint. Wow. I got a noise complaint by myself in a hotel room, which is pretty impressive, because I smashed open a can of SpaghettiOs with a hanger, and I got a great picture of it. I sent it to DePaulo. I had like 35 empty beer cans, an empty pizza box, and two things of SpaghettiOs that had been smashed in. Yeah. And I wrote, tell me it gets better. And he wrote, ha, 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 it doesn't. (laughs) <laughs> and it really hasn't, to be honest. Wow. But uh, I busted open those SpaghettiOs. I was I'm, pretty proud of myself. I'm impressed you got in. Yeah, it was pretty good. So that was my uh, Livonia story. That, 
that even sounds like a like a boozy term, you know, like this guy's so drunk he doesn't remember Livonia. Right. Well, Livonia also has a rule the the club Joey's Comedy Club. I don't know who instilled this rule, but comics get two drinks. Mm. Even if you're buying drinks, you only get two. Wow. Which to me, you might as well put a sign that says "Comics sneak in your own booze." Right. I was like, well, that's what I'm doing. So I had all these nips of Jaeger, and I was oh, just pounding yeah. Jaeger in like the back room like a maniac. I was thinking about back to when we did Sacramento. What was that? Eighty one. It was 2010. It was September 2010. All right, and I remember you had a you were such a boozer that you had like a a, a process. You weren't just like a give me anything. I remember we got there. You said I'll have one Bud Light and a Jack Daniel or Jameson, yeah. and then you would shoot it. And the show hadn't even started yet, and you would hold on to the Bud Light, and then you know 20 minutes later I'll have another Bud Light, and it was like it was worked out. Yeah, it yeah, was pretty impressive. That's what drunks do. Yeah, every like real drunk I know. I'm not gonna name names, but they're they're comics. Have a thing. You take this shot, two of these beers, yep. and one pill. You take three shots. One beer, and then wait till you get on stage. You have a Guinness. So yeah. I sort of had that all worked out. And sometimes that's the only part I miss about drinking. Occasionally, that looseness you had on stage, you'd, I, I would riff some good lines sometimes yeah. when I was drunk. Yeah. I'd have a good buzz on. We were a little bit looser. A lot of times it was shit, and you'd right. be slurring like an idiot. But I come, occasionally you'd be like, that was fucking hilarious right. what I just said. You know what else is great about the booze on stage is the, 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 uh, the sip take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do it with water, but it's not the same as with a nice bottle of beer. Yeah, when you can get people on your side, like he's one of us, he's he's drinking this guy. Right, right. So I uh I went down to Miami. Oh boy, tell me boy, about Miami. Miami's a wild, wacky town. That is a sinful city. It's very sinful, it's very clubby, it's got that Cuban flair. <clears throat> I like to play a game in Miami and I'm, I might do a bit about this called uh gay or foreign. Ooh. I can't tell. You know, it's like hot pants and he's kissing a dude, but he could be Brazilian, right, right. Know? It's tough, right. It's the, the, there's so much sexuality in Miami that it's like, is he gay? Is he super gay? Is he super manly? It's hard. It's like a fine line, right. Short shorts, hairy chest, I don't, shirt open. I don't feel like I belong. Did you see Giannis Papas down there? Uh, we chatted over the phone, but he was. We just missed each other. Oh boy, I was once uh, robbed of a thousand dollars in cash. Oh, tell this story. In Miami, it's a great story. It was a, it was a rough one. My friend Tom Dustin, who comes up almost every week, he had oh, yeah. five hundred dollars. We we robbed of fifteen hundred dollars cash day one of a vacation of like a nine day vacation. Oh, here's a humdinger for you. And these women, I think they were whores, but I didn't even know they were whores. <laughs> we, were, we were out on Miami, and again, we're drinking. It's day one. Our whole trip was. South Beach, Miami, which I don't even know why we planned that. Tom Dustin and I are two guys that should not be hanging out in South Beach. Yeah. We got there. We're wearing jeans and sneakers. We're, like, walking around. Ah. This, the, everything's, like, $9. We had, you know, Tom had $500 for the nine days we were there. We were right. going to Key West was our final ah. destination. Yeah, you guys, you look like a couple of stepdads. Yeah, yeah. Walking we're, around. It's not pretty. So we fly to Miami. We do one night in Miami. Then we rent a car. We drive to Key West, which is, like, the most spectacular drive in America. Uh-huh. Go to Key West. Week in Key West. Drive back to Fort Lauderdale. One night in Fort Lauderdale. That's the itinerary. Nice. We get down there, Miami, and we just get fucking, I mean, you know, Tom and myself. Oh, yeah. And the way we used to drink, this is back in 05. I mean, we drank asinine amounts of alcohol, completely legless. We're stumbling up the beach. It's like 3 in the morning. Tom just disappears. I thought he got arrested. I was sure he got arrested. <laughs> I was like, Tom's gone. And, like, you know when you're drunk, you're, you panic and you get emotional? Yeah. I used to, I was, like, almost crying. I'm like, he's, he's arrested. I'm like, I don't know where he is. I lost my friend. I'm right. like, ah, I'm in Miami. I can't afford anything. I feel like Kramer when he's lost in the East Village. I'm like, I don't know. I don't uh, recognize yeah. anything. I don't right. know where I am. How does first and first intersect with each other? Right. My least favorite joke in the history of the show. We've talked uh, about it. right. No, no uh, continuity. Yeah. No character continuity problem. Yeah. So, anyways, these two uh, black ladies come up to me, African-American dames, they come up to me, and they're like, wait, wait, what's up, sugar? You look sad. <laughs> I was like, yeah, my friend got arrested. I, I got to find him. And I, I think he was over there. And they're like, don't worry. Your friend's all set. He's, he's with one of our friends. And I'm like, what? Oh, wow. And then again, I'm so dumb and drunk that I immediately sw- swung. I was like, oh, okay. Like, that was the end of it. Yeah. I was like in tears being like, he's arrested. He's dead. He's gone. She's like, no, no, he's with our buddy. I'm like, oh, great. Okay. Yeah. So what's up? And they're like, let's go back <laughs> to your hotel room. And I was like, oh, all right, great. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to double up on these yeah. chicks. These chicks yeah. are going to be wild. They're are like, they yeah, sugar. Attractive? No. Ah. They were, they were kind of short and heavy. They looked like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, geez. There's a picture of uh, 
Sherrod Small on screen. <laughs> they looked. They were. They were kind of chunky black women that like the, the, the kind where their jeans have no back pockets and their their rolls are hanging out. Oh just like, yeah. Not not pretty, but. I'm drunk, and I'm like, I like girls. I want to have sex with these two girls. It's going to be wild. Yeah. So we go back to my hotel. We're in, like, a sh- piece of shit hotel. And uh, one of I get up. They're like, get in bed, honey, baby, sugar, whatever. And one just starts putting her tits on my face, on oh, my yeah. eyeballs. And my I'm like, tits in the eyes. I'm like, I've never had this. I'm yeah. into this. And the other one, I don't feel her. She should be, you know, doing yeah. something. So I'm like, where's, uh, where's the other woman? And she, all of a sudden, she starts grabbing my, just touching my dick. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, that's something. Yeah. So one's move is just rubbing her tits on my and Tom breaks in at one point and he's like I just got robbed I lost all my money and I sit up like I'm like like remember Ferris Bueller where she kicks the door open yes. and the fake doll thing pops up yeah. I was like that I was like Tom look at this uh, I'm fucking two black chicks yeah ah! <laughs> and he's like I'm robbed I have no money and I just was the worst friend I was like who gives a shit yeah yeah I was like I don't care about you right get out of here so he's like I gotta go find and just runs I didn't think anything of it so I just laid back down the tits come back on my eyes wow they stayed they didn't go what the we're busted right now they're just two wow. big tits on my thing and some woman's giving me like a little handy and all of a sudden, she pops up. She's like, we got to go. And I'm like, what? You're just leaving now? I'm like, yeah. I haven't even shown you my moves. <laughs> and the other one's like, yeah, we'll see you later. We got to go. And they leave. And I'm like, well, that was weird. And I sit there. It's like a movie for yeah. like two Mississippis. I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, that was really weird. That was odd. I'm like, Tom got robbed. And these two women, all of a sudden, they get turned off. They were so into me. It's like that unusual suspect scene. Yeah, you yeah. Drop the coffee. And I'm like, uh, that was that was really weird. Why did they? I'm like, I must have said something. Maybe it was what. I look at my bag and I'm like, I realize immediately, I'm like, I'm fucking, I have no money. Uh, I had $1,000 uh, in cash. And this God. is like pre ATM. Yes. I, I, I didn't have an ATM. Right. It's not pre ATM. I didn't have an AT, a debit card. I didn't have an account. I was like a loser. I was oh, a bum. Oh, man. So I go in my bag and immediately I'm like, shuffle. I'm like, maybe it's still here. I'm like, it can't be. Like, it's all coming to me now. I'm yeah. sobering up. I'm like, yeah. clearly they have my money. I got no money. I run out and I'm like, I just got robbed. And Tom's like, I know. I got robbed. I told you. I'm like, we got to go find him. He's like, they're gone. It's fucking, it's, uh, it's gone. They're back into the night. Yes. Like Batman. Yes. And it, it was fucking horrible because I'm uh, like, we have no, I still now, when I look at my finances, I still add $1,000 yes. to my finances. Wow. And I gave like this big Rudy speech the next day because Tom's like manic depressive and I was like, fuck them. If they need our money. They can keep our money. Yeah. Fuck up. Like, let them have fun. We're going to. We had our parents, like, our parents wired us money. Ooh, the less wire. money. But. Yeah. So we were like, I'm going to, we're going to make a go of this. And then we were telling the story all weekend. It was really a great trip. But $1,000 cash. Plus, plus his five. Yeah. And this is when $1,000 was like, uh, I had saved up my yeah, like whole life for yes. this trip. It was a nightmare. Wow. I can't believe you bounced back. I'm impressed. Oh, we bounced, baby. I, I don't stay down for long. No, you don't. Okay. You're a bouncer. I, I, I'm trying to bounce. How about, wow. how about this? I, I'm in Albany night one this past weekend, Thursday night. It's a benefit. There's like 30 people in the audience, whatever. They don't tell me what it's a benefit for. It's a 6.30 show. Benefit, there's a little... Uh, those little like gift bags. Mm. It's like a, someone put together this little thing. Everyone has a little gift bag, whatever. Boo, boo boo. I thought they all knew each other, so I started asking questions. It's a two man show. I'm yeah. opening. Louis Ramey's headlining, and I'm just like, so what's going on? What's the benefit for? And no one's answering. I'm like, you guys, do you not know there's a benefit? And some woman's like, well, I'll, I know what the benefit's for, but you, it's nothing you can make fun of. Oh boy, you can't make fun of it. So I'm like, well, I'm not gonna make fun. I'm just, I'm just trying to get to know everyone. I just got up here. I want to see what's happening. And she's like, all right, I'm going to tell you, but don't make any jokes about this. It's impossible to make a joke about it. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So now in my head, I'm like, I want to make a joke about yeah, this. Yeah, it's a challenge. So she goes, it's about SIDS. It's Ooh, for SIDS. That's tough. We create cribs so babies don't die in their sleep. Mark, what do you you know anything about my act, buddy boy? Oh, you got the dead baby bit. My signature bit. Uh, it's my a closer. Bit. My My fucking big... Closer, I got one bit left. Oh, that's boy. like my that's like my the gun to your head. Yeah, you're a comedian. Prove it, bit. Right, right. This is the one. Oh, that's hilarious. It's my most common bit, and nobody fucking told me. I work at this club all the time. Yeah, I'm like, not one person could have said, "Hey, this is a benefit for crib death." Ah, oh. I do a joke about my sister goes, "Can you check on the baby?" Right, and I say, "What? I don't know what that means." And she goes, "Make sure he's still breathing and hasn't rolled out of bed." That's your parental. I don't know. I keep forgetting my own joke. I know the bit. It's good. 
Yeah, that's my. That's your. That's your parental system. You yeah. s- dispatch somebody to check to see if your baby has died. Right. The whole bit is about babies dying yes. in bed. That's what the benefits for. Wow. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, I'm glad I asked. Yeah. And part of me wanted to be like this. Oh, I can't joke about it. Huh? <laughs> and I have like TV. I'm, I'm doing that joke on TV. I'm like, yeah. well, what do you think of this? I'm just murdering. It's a good point. And I'm like, I travel the country killing with a joke about this very topic. Yeah. I wonder if you could say, in honor of SIDS. Right. Right. In how honor about of this. You. So, yeah, that was a weird thing. But I'm, I was, like, mad at the club. I'm like, not one person could have been like, by the way, you know that joke you do? Yeah. I wouldn't do it. Because can you imagine if I had done that Ooh, joke? Oh, boy, yikes. That would have been, I mean, it would have been a better story. But that would have been the all-time fucking bomb. Yeah. Woo. That would have been a torch's pitchfork bomb. Yeah, yeah, it would have been really. I had a thing like that one time where I used to do a joke about a cop who got, uh, cops that get hit by cars. I remember that When bit. they had somebody pulled over. Yeah. That's on my CD. So far, no good. Check it out. Uh, but cops would get hit by cars, and I was doing that joke, and like I was just bombing, and it was like that thing where I'm like, something is up because this joke it works. Yeah. And some woman was just like, "Did you read the news today?" And like I was like, some like Knights of Columbus show, in Massachusetts, and like one town over, mm. the night before, a trooper had been killed. Ah. Like eight hours early, like his body was still warm. Yeah. And so it was like that thing, but like they actually sympathized because they realized that like. They, I didn't know. I was like, I live in New York. I, I don't watch the news. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Right, was right. Thing, so. And you've been doing that bit for 10 years. Yeah, it was weird. Well, speaking of getting shit stolen with, with the money, I, uh, you know, I'm on this long leg of a tour. I'm living out of a suitcase. All my clothes are filthy. Every time I open my suitcase, it's like opening an old coffin. You know, it's just like, oh, just balls and B.O. and everything. Right. J- jizzy socks, you know, the crunchy side. Brutal. Of course. So I'm just trying to make clothes out of anything. Finally, on the last two nights, there's a, a laundry service at the hotel we're at. I'm like, thank God I can wash this shit. I've been washing it in the sink, you know, soap, brutal. Right. Ew, so, gross. yeah, it was bad. So I wash this. I go to, down to wash. I bring my whole bag down. I throw it in the wash machine, and I go hit the pool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, all right, it'll be great. I'll come back from the pool, throw it in the dryer, good to go. I come back, close her in the, in the wash machine, my bag is gone. Oh, boy. My bag and my iPad in it. Had my keys, my phone, Gee, everything. Wins. All gone. Oh, the whole boy. thing is gone. So I'm like freaking out. Oh, God. And I'm like, what do I do? And there's like a family in there. They're like, you know, like Southern Florida. Like, you better call the police, boy. You, you got fucked up. Bip, 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 you know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, one of them was chewing a, a twig. And so I, I was like, oh, my God. So I, I start to run down the hallway, and I bump into uh, Schumer's sister's husband. is also on the tour with us. And he's like, what, what's going on? What are you freaking out? I'm like, somebody stole my bag, my iPad, everything's gone. And he's like, oh, my God, that's terrible. And I, I get to the elevator. I'm like hitting the button, hitting the button. So I'm going to go down and tell the desk. And uh, the door's open, and he goes, I took your bag. Oh, what is I that? I hate that. What is that? I, that is not comedy to me. He loses it. I was like, oh, my God, thank God. You, geez, you scared the shit out of me. He's on the floor rolling. I, that's not comedy. That was not. I mean, it felt good to get it back, but Jesus, that was not enjoyable. I remember Joe Larson did that to me one time at, the, at Caroline's. I, yeah. I took my wallet out and put it in my bag, and he, t- he took my wallet. And oh. then he like kept it going for like two hours. I was like, I, I lost my wallet. Fuck me. I'm like, I got to call the thing, but... Yeah. He's like, I got it. And I'm like, what? That's only comedy to you. I don't right. understand that. Yeah. I don't I, get like, it. It's not even funny to you. It's just like a fun for you. You fucking bummed me out. Right. That's right. your thing. It's like those guys who nut check you and they go, hey, Bangkok. And you're like, what are you, the fun guy? The the hitting and the nuts. Those people should be fucking they should be murdered. murdered. Just yes. hung up and, and strung up and die. I don't get That's it. That's your humor. You hit me in the balls. Fun Joe Larson story, by the way. You know, he's an MMA fighter. Joe Larson? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you uh, notice, he's pretty. Beefy. Oh, he's ripped. Yeah, he's like a personal trainer. I knew that. Yeah. Boy, I gotta, we gotta, I gotta change the name on this story now. What if yeah, he hears he, this? He might come after you. Oh boy. Do a little sparring. I cannot fight. Uh, so Joe Larson, he did a gig in Seattle. He, uh, he had two suitcases, one in the back seat, one in the trunk. He forgot the one in the trunk, and he just goes up to his hotel. They pop the trunk. So some hobo sees a pop trunk. Ah, suitcase. Makes off with the suitcase. Wow. So Joe Larson's like, oh, shit, I forgot that suitcase downstairs. He goes downstairs, trunk's empty. He's like, oh, I had my laptop, all this other stuff, yada, yada, yada. So he has to go do the show that night. Does the show, bombs as usual. I'm kidding, Joe. And then he... <laughs> You're uh, going to get a kick to the face. MMA. And then he's like bummed because he lost all his stuff. And he sees a guy walk by with one of his shirts on. 
What? Like a hobo. Like Seinfeld. I know. It's crazy. And he, he's, you know, he's a scary, angry dude. He just goes, he goes, what the fuck? Where'd you get that shirt? I'll kill you. And the guy's like, I bought it off another guy. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. And he goes, show me who you bought it from. So he goes back and he finds the guy who has a suitcase. And he's like, that's my suitcase. He's like, oh, this is my suit. I bought the suitcase for 40 bucks and everything what? in it. <laughs> True story. And the guy's like, Joe's like, that's my suitcase. He's like, fuck you. I bought this suitcase from another guy. So Joe's like, well, what'd you pay for it? He goes, 30 bucks. And he goes, here's 40. So he got his stuff back. Wow. 40 bucks. I like that it's like it's like nine people down now. Right, People right. just keep selling it. It started for five, and now it's up to 40. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a hell of a story. Saw the guy with his shirt. Wow. That's crazy. What if you just saw him, the guy jerking off to porn on his computer or something? Right, right. Boy, that is, that is, that is something else. That's Joe for you. I, I wrote something down here, and it says Beacon, but I can't remember what that means. Beacon Theater? No. Beacon House? Maybe no. you're on a boat? A bacon? beacon light? Beaver? Maybe you had some bacon off of a beaver? Uh, no, but I'll say this. Did you eat a pussy? No. I did the other day. Ooh. Boy, I, I love it. I thought I smelled something. Yeah. So uh, I'll tell you, being on that road was great. It made made good of me, but... Boy, that first night back in the city, I'll tell you, there's yeah. nothing like it. There's that chill in the air. You know, it's cold out a little bit. It's dark. It's There's more energy. Because you go to these cities, Jacksonville, Florida, there's nobody walking around. Well, there's no energy. There's no energy. Some of these towns are nice towns, but this city has a pulse. Yes. It's not an elitist thing of, no, like, we're better. This, no. I mean, this city has got a feeling. You're part of something. Yes. It's happening. But... As much as I love coming back, New York has a way to kick you right in the taint. Oh, so, oh I got a story just like it. Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, I'm living, I'm, I'm living up on a boat. I'm on a motorboat with Schumer. I'm on the beach. I'm in Miami. I'm eating out, doing it, da, 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 theaters. It's a great time. I get back to New York. The, the moment I get back, I'm at JFK. So I go, all right, got to get on that air train. Get on the air train. All right, get on the A. A takes forever to get there. Finally get the A. We're on the A. Shuts down. Up, oh, sorry guys. A's no good anymore. You got to get off the A. Oh my god. Middle of Brooklyn. All right, everybody, go to the shuttle bus. Shuttle bus. Middle of Brooklyn. We're all going on the shuttle bus. All right, get on the shuttle bus. All right, now we wait. And we wait. And I've got a fucking suitcase. I've got a big old jacket on. <laughs> They've been gone for weeks. Gone for weeks. Now we're all on on the bus like sardines. I'm like, oh, "I just want to get to my house. Just let me get to my house. Come on." Bus takes forever. Local bus, every goddamn stop in the city. I saw all of Brooklyn, you know. Finally, we get to an F train. I don't know why I just sound like Bill Cosby. Finally, we get to an F train. So I get on the F. With my wife, Camille. Oh, so, we, you know, we go we go down to the subway, and the guy's walk, blocking the door, and he goes, I got to need your bus ticket to show you're on the shuttle bus. And I was like, well, I got a Metro card. He's like, I need the ticket. I was like, I think I threw the ticket away. He's like, can't get through without the ticket. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? I'm holding a bag. I'm sweating. I'm just like, come on, let me go through. I just want to get home. I see a ticket on the ground. I give it to him. He's like, all right, fine. Which shows how stupid it is because he saw me pick it up. Right. So then I get, I, I run down the F. I just miss it. Just ah, miss the F. Jesus. Running down with a suitcase. Brutal. So I wait for another F. Finally, F comes. We all pack on. I get, get out. I go home. Mouse in the house. A literal mouse in the mouse. house? Got a mouse in the apartment. Ah, gee, well, a mouse is better than a rat. I guess so, yeah. But we have mice in our apartment all the time. Oh, is that right? Yeah, tons of them. I haven't had a mouse since, you know, the 05s. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what did you do? Did you get one of those sticky things? I got the stickies. Haven't what? caught it yet. Still haven't got it? No. I think it left, but it's Peanut butter. Me. I don't want to bring it back. No, no, we put the sticky down with the peanut butter. That's what they they like the peanut butter. They go find, they get get it. I know, but there's a part of me that doesn't want him to get on the sticky. I just want him to see the sticky and be like, all right, I'm out. Right, right. The sticky's terrifying. Oh, that screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hate it. I, I always put other people in charge. Yeah. Anytime I've ever had, I've had mice in every house I've ever lived in. Is that right? Yeah, I'm, I got a good record going on here. I'm like Cal Ripken. Well, so finally the sun goes down. I take a shower. I go do four spots, and it's just a dream. You know, it's just like comedy clubs. And I do RG show. We bump into Gaffigan. I get to watch Gaffigan's set. Yeah, that He was watches fun. our set. He has some jokes. He laughs. We, we, we have a good time. I run to Caroline's. That was great. I run back to the cellar. I mean, so good to be back. I just love it here. Gaffigan, I love he did a joke. Uh, it was hilarious. Oh, he was talking about yeah. being too pale. And he said he went to the, uh, the Holocaust Museum. He's like, I'm too pale to be at the Holocaust Museum. The whole time I'm walking around... I just hear kids pointing at me going, that's the guy. Brilliant. Classic. That's too good. That same night, I had some train problems myself, and we've got we to wrap it up here because we're about to record a live oh, podcast. Oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, you're right. That same night, 
same 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 thing. I, I walk to the N train, which is two blocks from my house. I leave my house at seven fifteen. I got two shows at eight o'clock, both in the East Village, same mm. time, but they're a block apart. I'm like, this is gonna be great. I go down, I'll do one, walk a block away, do a second, and I'm at the cellar late. I wait for the N train. Forty minutes. Oh, God. Forty, and it's that weird thing of like you want to leave because you're like maybe it's not coming, but I'm like then it's gonna come right when I leave. Of course. And I have no other way of getting in there. My car's on the fritz. Yeah. I, I can't afford a cab. Right. So I'm like I'm just waiting and waiting for forty minutes. It's freezing. This is an outside stop. Yeah, yeah. That's what sucks about living in Queens. You gotta yeah, wait outdoors. Right. Find these some civilian woman who just goes. There's no trains. Oh, no one from the MBTA does anything or MTA. I hate that. So I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I walk to the bus station. I wait for the bus for 20 minutes. The bus is on the end of my street. Yeah. So an hour after I left my house, I'm three doors down ah. at Shitty Band from my house. Finally, I'm like, fuck it. I get in a cab. I take a cab to 59th and Lex. This is the craziest. The cab driver, it's, he's like, it's $11. I give him a 20. I'm like, can I get seven back? He goes, okay. He has me the $7, then just drives off. And I go, uh, pardon me, sir. I haven't gotten out of the cab. <laughs> he drove away. He drove a full city block with me. He's like, he stopped the meter. Yeah. I paid him. Uh-huh. He gives me the change, and then he just drives. Was the door open? No, it wasn't even open. Yet. Wow. I, hadn't even, I hadn't gotten out, and I, I, I thought it was really funny. I really subtly went, I didn't get out yet. <laughs> and he's funny. like, oh, sorry. And he, he just, his, this was his apology. Sorry. And pulls over. <laughs> and now I got to wa- double back oh, a block. Geez. I'm like, how could you? For- you forgot the most important right, part. Right, right, yeah. Letting me out. <laughs> You just took my money and keep driving. Now I got to work your shift with you. Yeah. So I got on the uh, I got on the four the five train express to Union Square. Walk from Union Square to Three of Cups, which you think is fun, but it's like a twenty minute. That's walk. a long haul. It's a haul. Yeah. So I did all this just to get there. I got there right in time. I go up at UCB, packed, have a great set. Run over to Three of Cups in time to see Gaffigan. I give you a big hug. We haven't seen in a while. We watch Gaffigan. He's dying laughing during your set. That's oh, gonna feel good, boy, eh, that, buddy? That does feel good. And Gavin gives me new life. He's, you know, this guy. He's still writing. He's still great. Yes, inspiring. The, the city is better when you're in it, buddy. Ah, oh, come on. Oh my God, I missed the hell out of you. We're, we're texting. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta see that smiling face. We uh, loved having Stone, but we're, we're glad to have you back, and we, we really, really back. missed you. Ah, I missed you as well. I missed the city. I missed the pod. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We're getting a lot. We're catching a lot of flack from some other pod downtown. Hey, that's a good sign. Flack is good. Good flack, Joe Flacco. Yeah, Super Bowl champ. I just uh, want to say. Guys out there listening, Stone, hilarious, funny. Come on, don't forget about me. Ah, we're not gonna forget about you. What are you kidding? I, I gotta apologize. Those call-ins, I would call. I called in for two episodes. Not my best work. I was panicked. I was shirtless. I was in a hotel. I was high. It was not good. Well, you're back, baby. I'm back. And we got all kinds of Chipotle gift cards. We got Woo! one via email. We forgot. We we didn't realize we had it. Send in those emails. We appreciate them. Tuesdays yes. stories. At Gmail. That's is that the what one. it is? Yes. Tuesday stories. Or maybe no, it's Tuesdays with stories. There it is. Tuesdays with stories at Gmail. Yes. And then also we got some we got a, we got a couple complaints about this comedy club here. Some uh, people emailed us gift cards. We haven't seen them. Uh-huh. We're a little suspicious. I think I saw a piece of Pico de Gallo <laughs> on Aaron's beard. Yeah, we think we think the management here at Stand Up New York may be lifting our gift cards. We're gonna look into it, folks. Don't oh, yeah. worry. I'll be smelling breath. But in the meantime, come down, come catch a show at Stand Up New York, 78th and Broadway. It's a it's a great club. We always have fun here. Mark and I are here regularly. So uh, hit us up on Twitter. All that stuff. Thanks for listening. Maybe there's not 700,000 people listening, but there's people listening, and we fucking love you. Yeah, I don't care if it's seven. We're happy to have you. Yeah, happy to have you. And, and, and tweet at us. Email us. Let us know you're listening, because it makes us feel real good. We Please. appreciate it. And uh, I just want to say this. We're going to do our first live podcast ever in about 20 minutes, and uh, look for that next week. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So uh, we love you. Thanks for listening, and uh, be kind, huh? And rewind. Mm-hmm. Farts. Gotta go.